Hello and welcome to another episode of Pyro Unleashed. Tune in weekly as Donnie and David discuss all things pyro, from the business aspect of the industry to technical tips and mesmerizing pyro designs. On Pyro Unleashed, we invite cutting-edge experts to the podcast to discuss their role in making this industry a success. So, sit back and unleash your inner pyro with us. Did that well, say there another? It is, Donnie. Did that say another episode? Did, did you did one before it. I showed up? Or <laughs> no, no, we did not do another one before you showed up. That is our first one. Uh, my guy, uh, he he just kind of wrote what I uh, or said what I told him to. I wrote down, and I guess I kind of should have checked that one out. I didn't even think about it. That's all right. But uh, well, here we go, Donnie. This is uh, episode number one of Pyro Unleashed. So Uno numero for us. Look at that. Number one. Who yeah. Would have ever, who would have ever thought we would have ended up here? Right. I mean, uh, look at that. It's it. We we met at. Uh, I mean, I guess our official first time meeting was at PGI, and then kind of fought against uh, some weather and uh, a lot of adversity at at uh, Sky Wars. But um, I think we both got our shows off the ground. I mean, you had you had weather. I had weather. I had. Uh, <laughs> a botched up audio track uh uh the times yeah so. definitely uh yeah definitely weather played a big role in in sky wars weekend unfortunately but at least we got our show off and everybody got all their shows off at least we just were a day late on ours and um still had a decent little turnout of a crowd that was able to watch our show on sunday so yeah most definitely yeah uh, i'm not sure if i told you i really wish i could have been there to see it we had to drive the old semi back so uh a little bit more fitting for you to have to stay because you know you're <laughs> you're not eight hours away in a semi. So but, yeah, that was, uh, that was yeah fortunate for us. We were all fairly close. So it, it works out good for us being just a few hours away. For sure. All right, so uh, let's get started here. A um, little bit about uh, the podcast. Um, we're going to be diving into a lot of things um, from the business aspect to just technical tips. Uh, I know we have a lot of great guests already lined up. We're going to be starting with a guest as soon as next week. Look forward to that. I know uh, Donnie and I have been talking back and forth quite a bit off uh, off air about uh, different guests. I know you've come up with quite a few different options or <laughs> different people um, to bring on. I have, a, I believe, a wonderful guest lined up for, for our first um guest coming up next week um so looking forward to that yeah we definitely Uh, have a have a nice variety of guests on the on the list out there at least you know people that are within the industry as well as the people who are you know on the display side and show side and sell all that kind of stuff so we have a nice variety of of guests coming up in this first season it looks like most definitely most definitely um first and foremost do want to say a huge shout out to jason rude with um his podcast for having us on last week um, was a great time sitting down with him. Uh, really appreciate him, uh, bringing us on and getting some more attention to our podcast. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you have anything else to say on that. Don. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, obviously I, yeah, Jason, Jason's a super, super nice guy. He does, you know, he does a lot for the people in the industry, whether we're competing against him or 
it's like he just wants to see new content out there. And so he was he was very excited to support us and to help us kind of get this uh, this podcast out there in the, the mainstream a little bit and kind of get it known. And so, yeah, thanks to, to Jason for helping us out with that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, a little bit more about what we're going to be talking about. Um, some scripting might come up. Um, how we do things in um, in the field. I don't believe that's really the the main topics that we're wanting to be talking about, but those obviously will come up. Let's see here. Um, is I know part of the script is part of the scripting talk. Want to talk about making sure you use the right soundtrack or it, you know uh, that and making sure yeah yeah making sure you have the right soundtrack. Yeah, well uh, that's that's something that we will most definitely talk about because. Um, Obviously, I have firsthand experience on what that looks like to not have that. But uh, looking at importing, um, how we how importing uh, goes down, um, producing new items in China to be sent over. Um, <clears throat> also, we'll be talking about like minimums for uh, bringing over new items, um, not even just rewraps, because um, something that maybe a lot of people don't realize is there are minimums for bringing new items to, to the States. Uh, looking at, um, obviously, like I said, we have some, uh, huge experts in the pyro industry already lined up to talk to, um, people that have plowed the way in the industry to kind of get where we are today. I guess that's kind of what we're, what we're wanting to bring. Anything else you can think of Donnie? No, absolutely not. I will definitely bring a, an aspect from you know from your side, being somebody who's more familiar with, with the back end industry versus um, somebody like me who's a little bit newer newer than to the back end and have all the questions and answers. And I'm um, looking forward to you know bringing some people on you know from from more of the, the the club aspect or people who interact with the clubs to kind of you know have those discussions on how um, you know we interact with with the importers and the wholesalers to get the products and stuff we need. So. Um, we'll have some guests on along those lines as well that can dive into some of those discussions on on how they work with the various you know customers out there to find out you know the need and the demands of you know what the consumers and the clubs are looking for as far as you know products and stuff like that and how we can go about um, getting things brought in that you know that we need or some ideas of some product to have made and, and how that process works. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so I guess kind of the um, base of today's. Uh, episode is breaking down a little bit of about what we are going to be talking about uh, and talking about kind of who we are, where, where we got started, uh, why we got started. So I guess uh, we'll start off with you, Donnie. Uh, how long have you been doing fireworks? What got you started in the industry or addiction? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how you want to describe it. No, yeah. No, I, I've, I've, I tell the story a lot, you know, you know, in all my little bios. Yeah, I mean, growing up here in, in Missouri in the Midwest, fireworks was the way of life, essentially. You know, you grew up around fireworks year, and that was the big holiday you enjoyed in the summertime and, and hanging out with your family and your friends and blowing stuff up and doing things that teenagers do with fireworks. And, um, you know, all the things that you look back and you realize it was pretty, probably, probably dangerous once you learn how to, you know, the right way to do things. And, um, that's kind of where it kind of grew the love for for fireworks and the curiosity of fireworks and just you know how they worked and, and having fun with them. And um, I left the Midwest for a number of years and was out in Arizona where fireworks pretty much were non-existent out in the desert. It's dry, a fire hazard, um, kind of you know. So I really kind of lost lost track. Then when I came back um, back here to Missouri in 2017, I got back into 
um, doing firework shows and it's like that for the family and um, got into kind of, you know, just fusing cakes together and um, get kind of down that YouTube rabbit hole is kind of where it kind of begins. And you start seeing all the different ideas and different things. And you um, start seeing there's, you know, electronic ignitions out there where you can get into, you know, Cobra, FireTech, Mongoose, all these other systems out there. And um, you start to kind of dabble in some of that. And then um, you start looking on YouTube and you find this group called Pyro Universe on YouTube, on, uh, on oh, yeah. Facebook. Um, and then that's you. when, yeah. And then that's when I uh, got, got to hit up by Jim Preby and he's like, Hey, there's this club called KCAP. You should check us out. We're here in Kansas city. And um, I joined KCAP in 2019 and um, have kind of really hit the ground running since then, you know, and just recently did the sky wars last year. And so it's been a kind of accelerated process. Once you get into the, once you get into the kind of the club and get the access to the tools and the resources and you can see what's out there that you can really kind of hone hone in your skills and really get the, the additional experience that you want because um, we can shoot fireworks more than just the 4th of July. Now I get to shoot fireworks year round. And so that's, that's the fun part about it is it can be more, more fun and, and more of a year round experience than just your one time during the summer. Yeah. So that kind of brings up a good question for me. Like <clears throat> I know around here, some of the clubs can be, uh, more building or, um, just, you have, your thumb junkies that want to go out and hand light some shells, you know, they have their type 54. So it gives them, gives them an opportunity to proverbially get their shells in the air. And what, what do you guys do over at KCAP that kind of makes you guys stand out over, you know, um, the general club? I, I think our club is the premier you know, power musical scripting club in the country. Um, I don't think you'll find a better collection of scripters in a single club than you will in KCAP. I mean, um, KCAP has been scripting shows for Sky Wars for, for many years. Uh, we've done pro-ams and you know, we just, just did the, you know, just did the, the pro one this last year. Um, every, every time, you know, people hear KCAP scripting a show and they're competing against them, they, you know, they automatically start to kind of, you know, kind of worry, I think a little bit sets in it because then they know the quality of the show you're going to get. And so, um, KCAP is very, very heavy on pyramidal scripting. And we take a lot of pride in being able to, you know, tightly script, you know, shows and, and runs and stuff like that. And so I, I think the collection of people within KCAP makes it very much. I'm not saying, you know, there's a lot of people in, in KCAP that, that are also thump junkies and, you know, and like, like the booms and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we definitely, you know, have fun with that during our, our club shoots and, and stuff like that. But uh, we, do, we do really much focus on the full pyromusical scripting aspect of choreography of shows yeah that's uh that's something i really wish we had around here i know like i said we we primarily just have a lot of thump junkies that just want to light shells off and you know there's there's a space for that too um but yeah i mean it, i think being around a a group of guys that are like-minded they want to script a pyro musical it really helps um i guess you could say the juices flow and kind of get you all in the same mindset um yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it creates that competitive factor. You know, when when you when you have a club shoot and you got three or four shows out there, I mean, you're kind of you kind of want to have a better show than the other club guy who's putting a show up, even though you're even though you're not really competing, you still want to put up a, a quality show and you want to showcase that you know that your show is just as good as anybody else in the club. And so it kind of creates a little bit of that competitive factor, which then makes you put more time and more effort and more practice into into honing your your, your skills and. I mean, not every show goes off perfectly and we all learn from you know, the mistakes that happen in the club shoots and stuff like that. And that gives us the ability to learn and build on 
you know, for, for future shows and competitions and stuff like that when you do need to be more precise and more reliable and, and limit some of those mistakes. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with, um, even though it might not be a, uh, competitive atmosphere, uh, I think there's always kind of internal little piece of us that are, we always want to have, uh, you know, a competitive aspect to every musical we do kind of jumping ahead of myself, you know, but I, I've done some shows at, um, CobraCon or this or that event where it's not really a, a competitive atmosphere, but you know, um, when James, w- who is, um, uh, my scripting buddy, we script pretty much all the time together. When we get together, it's kind of like, well, you know, what, what did we do better than, you know, this person? What can we learn from that show? Um, what can we, you know, glean from the way they scripted that, um, you know, this run or that run, how do they put these shells and, um, uh, do accents with, you know, single shots on the bottom or this side or the other. And, um, it's, you know, again, like I said, it's competitive, but it's also a learning experience as well. And, you know, um, a, a way to better, um, each designer. No, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, cause a lot of ideas you can get just from watching other people's shows and, you know, at the end of the night you want, you want everybody to walk away and remember, you know, that one special run or one special thing that you did in your show, you know, over the entire thing. So, but, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about you, about you, David and, and who you are and where you came from and how you got to, got to be the the spot you are now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, kind of growing up, um, my, I guess my dad would kind of light fireworks outside, just hit and miss. Um, we, <laughs> we'd light some stuff, you know, the neighbors would, uh, we'd have some Karens, I guess, I guess you could say in our, in our neighborhood. Uh, and they, they really didn't like us lighting fireworks off. So they'd call the cops a lot and I couldn't really do a lot. Um, in our uh, neighborhood with that. So we just, I don't know, I guess uh, about 17, I was, I just, I don't know why I just did a Google search for firework companies near me. Uh, I guess it was just like a, a, a weird thing that came to me and I just looked it up and uh, I found RKM um, and I, I reached out and they said that they had a, a PGI shooter training coming up. Uh, and it was like, yeah, it's funny because it was like 20 days after I turned 18. So um, it kind of worked out really good. So I went to the training and uh, took the class. And then uh, like we do now, we uh, they did a, a demo after the training. And um, they started like describing, you know, shell sizes. And for whatever reason, I guess I just always mess with consumer fireworks. I didn't realize that there was, you know, size of shells. Um you know, getting, getting to go out there, you know, a part of every PGI training year, you hand light a shell and I don't know, something just like set off in me, man. It just, that was it. You know, I, I, I kind of wanted to just go down that path. Um, so, you know, took that, started running. Um, I was, I had a, I had another job during that summer. Uh, I believe it was the next summer I actually went on full time and, um, I was packing orders, um, cause we, we ship out to all across the country. Uh, and then, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Um, one thing led to another, I, I, I left RKM for a bit, um, full time. Uh, and then I, I was still shooting shows, uh, did a lot of hand firing. And then let's see, I think it was 2015 
was the first year I went to uh, Sky Wars. It was it was a different name at that point in time, yeah. and we did a the closing display there. Um, and I actually, ironically, I pulled up in the van. It was James and me there. We drove in and we stepped out of the vehicle, and I, I seen a I seen a hot lady walking across the the field, and I, I kind of looked at James just jokingly and was like, "Dude, I have dibs." Like. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to her and guess kind of one thing led to another. I didn't really end up talking to her much, but sent her a Facebook message and uh, ended up finding out she didn't live, but like an hour, hour and a half away from me. And um, one thing led to another. We ended up getting married in 2017. And um, yeah, so that's how I met my wife is actually through fireworks. Um, And then uh, about... Almost a year ago, I actually came back on full time at RKM and uh, doing doing sales. Um, uh, dive into some of the, yeah, I guess some of the stuff I've done over the years, and um, yeah, I know in oh, Mercy, uh, when was that? It was 2016? Uh, I did actually the demo for RKM. I, we usually do like a closing show and I, I did like a little one song pyre musical at the end. <clears throat> um, and then 2017, my father-in-law uh, was gracious enough to um, allot a five song budget for our wedding. And I took full <laughs> advantage of that. <laughs> um, yeah. kind of went overboard, but I was only going to do like three or four songs and he's like, no, just do more. So yeah. And then uh, yeah, 21, I was asked from, um, Brian asked if I wanted to shoot the sky war show in 2021. Um, so I got to lead that design and a number of people other had their hands in it, but that was a lot of fun. And, and, and if you don't know what really, show that, if you don't know what show that was, that was the one that started yeah. off with, with the chicken dance, by the way. If oh you know, yeah. If yeah, you're all familiar with dance. sky wars from 21, you'll know, you'll know what show that was. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. Actually, Brian, uh, RKM, the, the owner, uh, he, we were just kind of talking some songs and I don't know, I guess we kind of just have always thrown out songs and then we just kind of pick one. And if you don't know, Brian, um, he's kind of got a funny side and, um, he, he just was joking around. I think he really was just joking. And he was like, you know, you really should do the chicken dance. And I looked at James and he was like, well, Brian wants it, so let's do it. So it was literally from that moment we're like, all right, we're dedicated to this. We're really doing the chicken dance. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just like that. Like I can go across, you know, US and just say, hey, I'm the one that did the chicken dance in 21 at Skywars. And it's like, oh, you're that's you did that. Like it's it's funny how one song can like make or break a whole a whole musical like that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 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 I mean, I mean, I, I know for us, I mean, after the Skywars last year. I mean, it will always be known as as the the group that did the Taylor Swift show. I mean, it's that's gonna that will always probably be the sticking point for us. Is, you know, hey, you know, he's the guy who did the Taylor Swift show at you know, Sky Wars. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. So <clears throat> kind of back, keep going on that. Um, so yeah, uh, and then in twenty twenty two, we shot the Dominator show at Cobra Con. Um, and then, uh, if you, that one's actually easily rememberable as well. Uh, we actually did the April fools, uh, cause that was on, uh, April 1st. Uh, and then we did, uh, Michael Buble, which was, um, 
I was really, really happy with the way that turned out. I would have to say um, that's probably top three musicals um, that I've ever done. I absolutely love the choreography on that one. Um, very, very proud of that. Uh, and then in 23, uh, we rickrolled the crowd. Uh, that was kind of fun. Um, and see. then I, I, I stole your, your, your Rickroll idea and we used the Sky Wars. So. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. James and I were just talking about that because uh, there's a show we're, we're, we're working on that's a, pot- a possibility. <clears throat> um, and we're like, what can we do that, that makes people want to say, that was awesome. I want to do that in my show. Um, and we think we have an idea. Uh, it'll make it stand out. We'll just say that for now. <laughs> Uh, can't go into details yet, but it's it's coming up. Um, and then we also shot um, Chuang Mei's demo at CobraCon, uh, obviously Sky Wars, and then I shot the uh, Dominator in Red Apple uh, National Anthem at NFA 2023. So, yeah, uh, got some more stuff coming up this year. We're looking at, I know I'm doing the Dominator National Anthem at CobraCon. Uh, <laughs> my sister's getting married and of course, she was asking me to do fireworks. So in my brotherly love, I decided, you know what? I'm going to spend uh, a little bit more than I should and get yelled at by the wife. And I scripted a pyro musical, so it's nothing crazy. Uh, but I think it'll be I think it'll be appropriate for, for their wedding. Uh, and then coming up at PGI, we're actually doing something that I think only one other company has ever done before. Uh, we're doing an RKM Sunday night takeover. So um, I know me and James and uh, one other guy, Zach, we're going to be scripting uh, that closing display on Sunday night. Uh, and I won't let the cat out of the bag yet on who the first show is, but uh, when the, when the time comes, I, I'm sure that they'll come forth and <laughs> speak there, speak about that. So um yeah that's i guess that's kind of what i what you know who i am in the firework industry what i've what i'm doing um yeah let's talk about you donnie what if what kind of accolades you got going on brother yeah no i mean mostly you know, i mean in the pyro world i mean i for me really the biggest one is just guy wars thing I, you know prior to that i hadn't really done any of the competition type of stuff you know and um and mostly just done just kind of the family backyard type of stuff and so um, the Sky Wars show was was really the only only real big accolade I I would I would have there. Well, I'll um, tell you, it was probably like one of the best intros that you could ever do into like I would say making a name for yourself in the scripting um, in the scripting world of the industry. So yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, and I mean, it, and like, like I know we talked before. I mean, that wasn't just all me the entire show. I mean, we had had a whole team of us that kind of worked on that, and so right. Um, that made things a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like, you know, coming up this year, um, we got some, some club events coming up this year. I'm actually um, scripting a little something for a little show coming up here in, in a couple weeks. It'll be called Freeze Fest. We did it out in Springfield as a club. Um, me and another club member, we're actually going to be testing out a little little bit of something, something that we don't know if it's actually ever been done before. Okay. Um, right. So we're, we're going to test out a little something down there. And then um, we do a little bit of a bigger club shoot in uh, in April. Um, more up here in the Kansas City area that we'll be doing, and then just uh, we have some various club events throughout the year. That, you know, that I don't really probably won't be shooting at, but I'll be there and, and helping out other members and, and partaking. And then um, I'll be up at PGI and then at Sky Wars. That's kind of our usual kind of two things this year. But yeah, 
definitely looking forward to getting up to PGI this year and maybe doing a little bit of manufacturing this year. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I believe you're going to be uh, potentially even helping out in, in the field. I heard maybe you might be putting a couple cues in into a closing display for Sunday night, maybe? Or? I mean, somebody's trying, trying to recruit me to help out, so I, mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> hey, free help's hard to find, right? I mean, I mean, if you have cases of fireworks in the back of that truck you want to you you get rid of, I mean, I'll, I'll take those too. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of um, who we are and um, what this podcast is going to be about. I don't know if you have anything else to add, Donnie, or? No, I just, yeah, I mean, I would just, you know, back, I guess questions for you, I guess. I mean, you know, you said you're on the sales side at RKM, but what, you know, what, what, what exactly is that? What are you selling? Are you selling one, four, one, three? Are you, I mean, what exactly, are you just selling to retail? Are you selling, I mean, like who, who are you selling to and, you know, what are you trying to sell out there for all of us? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, great question. Yeah. So I am mainly on the road, um, selling to stores locally, um, primarily, hitting, you know, Michigan, Indiana, um, and trying to expand our business a little bit, um, as well as, um, you know, if, if somebody comes up and they, they need a show, uh, I'm more than willing to help, uh, get them to the appropriate people. Uh, I also am selling our compound cakes, our single shot pro line. Yeah, we sell, we're full line, um, uh, retailer. We also, you know, we do one, four, one, four pro one, three, if you use it in your show, we probably carry it. And then what kind what kind of what kind of brands and stuff do you guys you guys sell up there or carry a lot of? Yeah. Uh we have Dominator. Um <clears throat> we have some in-house brand, Shockwave, uh Class B brand. So those are the Class B brand. We kind of call that our our brown wrap uh consumer line. So it's gonna kind of give you know an edgier shelf appeal um for stores. Um and then we have our night owl brand, and that's gonna be our pro line so um we're working on we have a lot of single shots um we're working on some slices so uh you've kind of heard it first here uh we are working on some slices uh we have a lot of cakes single shots and then um lord willing as long as china sends them we should have 50 millimeter shells coming in in pro line so they'll be a little bit smaller than the 62s but i think from everything i've seen the performance will be right up there right there with the 62s that you know common brands like dominator carry um we're going to be bringing in a lot of new stuff this year so really looking forward to a great season this year um i foresee a lot of a lot of great things happening um yeah if you'd like to talk more obviously this is kind of a (laughs) uh, shameless plug but uh feel free to reach out uh my email address is david at rkmfireworks.com or obviously um, feel free if, you know, if it's obviously podcast related, um, we do have an email. It's uh pyro unleashed podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear, uh, some things you guys would like to hear, um, people you'd like to hear from, um, yeah. Uh, do, 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 you, do you have any of those hints on who we might be hearing from this year or anything like that? Or, I mean, do we want to drop, you know, want to drop any hints <laughs> out there? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, go ahead. I, I mean, I, I know next week's podcast, um, we're, we're going to be talking to industry leader uh, Ed Vassell. Um, he is the stateside rep for Dominator Fireworks. Um, looking forward to some really good content coming from that, uh, kind of what he does, um, you know, a little bit about 
I have mercy. Uh, Dunpai, the one three line, their their pro line, uh, their one four. Uh, how you can get your hands on some of that Dominator product, um, and then yeah, I, I I don't really have uh, too many more solidified people. I know we've talked to quite a few people, um, but yeah, take it away. I don't know if you have anybody you kind of want to drop. Some uh, hits on. I I know that we've got uh, I know we got lined up. I know from from KCAP we got Dan Haynes. Um, a lot of you probably know him from. Um, from Spirit of 76 Pro Line, and he then kind of went off and started his own display company. So I know we're going to have him on at some point this season as well to talk about if you've been following him on social media. He just took a trip to China, and uh, we definitely want to pick his brain a little bit on most definitely on, on some yeah. of the stuff that he learned while he was over there, and some of the connections. And um, Dan's a master in transportation as well, so maybe we'll have some questions around trans transportation and stuff for him. But uh, we have him lined up, I know, at some point this season as well, and um, look at our list and. A lot, a lot of familiar names on our on our potential list that we need to kind of lock down. I think, but uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to having some conversations with uh, with our guests and stuff this year. Yeah, and uh, I actually had a little birdie tell me uh, it's not just guests from from the states. We actually have some international guests lined up already. So um, looking forward to that. Uh, some some business owner, owners in some in some other countries. Um, they want to talk about how, you know, their rules and regulations differ from ours. Uh, I, I'm really, really looking forward to that episode. Um, I know we have some people that have already been on some other podcasts uh, lined up this uh, for this season as well. So should be a really good season. No, absolutely. Yeah, Def- definitely looking forward to talking to everybody and picking your brain and picking their brains and, you know, being the person that's not in the industry as much. I, I, I have all the questions that, that, you know, to ask and to find out and, that's what the well, you know we're going to be looking forward to doing this the season is you know finding out the answers to some of these questions about you know what happens on the back end. All right, I appreciate it, Donnie. Thanks for a great episode. I, I'm really glad with uh, kind of the, the 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 base that we've got going for this episode, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, definitely appreciate, it. and I'm sure uh, everybody able to hear us on all the different streaming platforms out there, and for sure, yeah, we we'll, should sure. be on on all of them. And feel free to reach out if you guys have any questions or topics you want us to discuss. Wonderful. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, David. We'll catch you guys all all next week. This has been another episode of Pyro Unleashed. Come back each week for more industry insights, technical tips, and awesome pyro designs. Have fun out there. Be safe. And as always, remember to unleash your inner pyro with us.